Greetings and welcome to The Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman. It is time to bring the orange with one of our valued customers, Direct Technology, here from Sacramento at Accelerate. Welcome, Nick Seichow. Welcome, Nick. Thank you. Thank Great you to have you much. on the program. And awesome Brandon Wynn. Thanks, Rob, for having me. Awesome. All right. Well, pull up to those mics right there and, uh, and we can chat. Um, let's go through backgrounds first. Nick, Nick your background... Yeah. Um, and, and what is direct technology kind of merged together there? Sure. So uh, I'm Nick Seichow. I'm the director of IT operations for direct technology. Uh, I probably started in IT somewhere in the mid-late 90s, just uh, answering phones for PacBell Internet as they started up. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I remember PacBell. PacBell Internet in San Francisco. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Great time before 56K. Right. I was there through the launch of DSL. Then I went over to um, a company called Excited Home. They're not around anymore, oh, but I remember that one too. Yeah, they yeah. they pioneered the internet over cable. I think they had the ballpark sponsorship they, for a while too. They did. Yeah, yeah, that's right. They were big, no joke. They went out of business. Yes. So uh, yes. you know that was that. But uh, yeah, I slowly worked from, you know, uh, I also I also went to uh, did some desktop support work uh, as well, but headed in more into management because I thought that uh, you know my value would be would would be more in the area of helping people learn and grow and building organizations, you know, and it, I think it's taken me quite a while to figure that formula out, but uh, making it all the way here to DT, um, the direct technology, I think, I think I've got it dialed in. We've got a great organization of people. Brandon's pretty cool. It's fun well, to work with. You, you kind of you, you have that part of you that likes to really geek out, mm -hmm. right? Oh and, yeah, and, and and you probably still do. Yeah. Right, where you like to actually do the hands-on kind of things, and it, and yet then you go to well, the business problems are something that I'm having a lot more fun taking on. Yeah, I mean, being a self, you know, being from the '90s, it's really self-learner stuff, right? Because there was no ITT or any of that stuff back yeah, then. And, yeah. And so I approach it really from the from the user perspective, right? How do I use this tool? How do I, you know, what use do I get out of it? Um, these guys look at it a little bit differently. They look at how I can change it and modify it and configure it and all that stuff. Uh, that's great for me, but I like the end user benefit. Right. And then I can turn that around to, to the business and say, here's here's what you're going to get out of this product, right? Understanding the business. And I've worked in a lot of different industries. I worked for Jelly Belly, The Gap, um, very different industries. And I could still, you know, there's still a, a, a merger between uh, selling candy and technology, right? Right, and, and it's just fun figuring which, that which out. Which is fascinating, right? That IT kind of spans all the different industries, and that every, the challenges every actually look kind of you know kind of similar. Brandon, he mentioned fifty six k. Do you even know what that is? <laughs> yeah, that was on you're, the very tail end. Yeah, you're yeah. on the tail end I'm, of like I'm, modems, I'm fringe millennial. So, I know, yeah. right? I can tell you're fringe millennial, and he was like fifty six k. Nick, you and I were you were totally in lockstep. Right. I'm like, oh yeah, I used to remember waiting for my modem to connect, but yeah. you might not even have had to deal with that, right? Yeah, I was on the fringe. I had, okay. I think DSL was my first like mainstream internet. So, oh yeah, so, oh, so sorry for good. that. Yeah. You know, but my little brother doesn't know what that is. He has either. no idea, right? Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so what do you? You're like as Nick said, you're a little bit more hands-on. How long have you been at Direct Technology? Yeah, so I've been uh, at Direct Technology for two years now. I'm a okay. systems engineer. Um, prior to that, I was ten years at a defense company called Aerojet out in Sacramento. Um, but I, yeah, at Direct Technology, I help manage the infrastructure, so storage, networking, uh, the virtual environment. So. That's pretty much a little bit of idea. everything. A little bit of everything. Right? Jack of all trades. Jack, I love that. I love that. Yeah, and that's it's interesting. I, I've been doing these all day, and mm -hmm. actually just for the last month. And uh, the more folks in these roles that I talk to, I'm finding kind of the the classic divisions mm -hmm. uh, among the roles is really blurring. 
right? Yeah. And it's folks that typically just used to do database now are branching out into other things. And right. you know, the classic IT admin is touching other things that previously were sort of like, no, no, hands off, that's yeah. mine. Yes. So be, I mean, being a you know, being responsible for a department over the last twenty years, I can definitely see that how that has changed. You know, years ago, you definitely get the server guy and the network guy would argue and point fingers. Now that's no longer acceptable. So they both have to be able to speak the same language, do the same things. They have to be interchangeable a lot. And as we grow within direct technology, uh, we're we're really just the IT department for direct technology. Right. right? Direct technology is about a thousand employees, three locations, um, and we support that entire infrastructure. We also, over the last year started selling that same support to other customers in an MSP model. And so what, what's really critical about Brandon's skill set is we're, we don't pick our customer based on their on their infrastructure, right? We pick them whether or not they want us or not. That's right, right. that's right. And so then we go in and tackle whatever it is that they have. And oftentimes there's two things. Is one is they're stuck with IT people who are siloed, right? I don't know, I'm just the database guy. I don't know what's going on over here. And that business is tired of it. They start looking outside for MSPs like us and they go, how do I fix this? Like, I want IT to go away. I don't want to worry about who do I send the ticket to. I just want it to work. I turn the yeah. light switch yeah. on and it works. Right. So that's our strong suit there is where we come in and we start to, we deliver what they're asking for. You're delivering for. IT as a service in actuality. It's absolutely I mean, yeah, let's IT call it an service. MSP, but really when, when I looked at kind of the backdrop of what you're doing, you guys are just saying, great, let us take on your burdens and your difficult problems. Yeah. Which, which leads me to wonder, how do they find out about you in That's the first place? That's the hard place? part about sales. Right? That's, like, how do they go, yeah. oh, I'm tired of this IT thing. Well, we'll just go on our own. Yeah. And yet they don't know, oh, direct technology is there. They can, you know, yeah. they can jump in and do this for and, us. And a lot of times they don't know to look. Yeah. Right? They don't know that it's time to look. So that's our sales and marketing has to do that. Um, Brandon, how are you enjoying the Pure Accelerate Conference? Uh, it's been, been awesome fun. so far. It's been I mean, pretty fun. Going to all the different events. Uh, the classes. I mean, I just came from a presentation from Cody Hosterman, and uh, our group watches his blog like intently because just pick up all the nuggets that he knows. Because I mean, that guy's—you could tell he has a passion for storage and VMware, and that's he does. You know, that's our wheelhouse. You're about to, I've done six podcasts today, and Cody's come up on half. Oh yeah, oh, really? Did you get an? Uh, you're now. You're not, I got his autograph. Yeah, you, totally, right, you got his autograph. Yeah. Well, so Matt was supposed to be here, right. but I know Matt. Matt. Matt kinda, loves him. Matt loves him. Yeah. Okay. So I got his autograph for him. So it'll give me some brownie points with Matt when I give him. That's the, awesome. That's so. awesome. He'll owe you one. Yeah. Exactly. Right? He'll owe you. <laughs> how did? So I'm curious, and this is more a Nick question. How did you get? Uh, initially introduced to Pure, like before, it, this was something before direct technology, right? Yeah, you, for sure. You had an experience with the with the Sacramento Union School District, yeah, sec uh, yeah. where there was a challenge, and and Pure came out to be something that you were engaged with at that yeah, time, right? Yeah, for sure. So it was a really interesting story. I hadn't actually heard about Pure Storage before, and uh, I was part of a project for Sacramento City Unified School District to rebuild. It was a forklift their data center. Um, that was the only reason why I went to work for them. And it was a great reason, right? If you're, oh, totally. if you're an IT manager and you're going to forklift a data center, absolutely, right? Yeah, there's a oh, lot I'm to in. be done. Right? Yeah. yeah. And uh, it was a part of an initiative by the school district to upgrade their technology, which good good for them to do that. Uh, so we came in with a plan um, to for Cisco and a couple other storage devices, built that out, bought that out, um, per, probably sunk about $1.5 million into the infrastructure. And... Uh, and shortly after that, our sales guy from that from the other storage company disappeared. 
right? He's a great friend of mine. I've known him for probably 10 years. Just into thin air. Just in, into thin air. Didn't return my phone calls. I'm like, all right, he's, huh. he's doing his own thing, right? Fascinating. All right. Sh- sh- Soon enough, he calls me up and says, hey, look, I got a job at this company called Pure Storage. Ah, so that's They're, right? They're okay. a storage yeah, company, yeah. and uh, I want to come show you. Know, he's a brand new sales guy, right? And uh, he said, I got to show you the stuff. My boss is putting all this pressure on me. Can I come by? And I'm like, look, we just bought half a million dollars worth of storage from you, from this other company. I, I'm not going to buy anything. You can come by and show us, but I'm not going to buy anything. So he happened to come by. Can I say his name? Yeah, sure. Okay, all right, so John Crewy. Yeah, oh, Crewy. We've, we've been, I've been emailing him back and forth over the last couple of days about right. getting somebody else here in the podcast studio. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Crewy's awesome. Crewy's great. I, I, I like yeah. maybe two sales guys in the entire world, and he's one of them. He's one. Yeah, and uh, he's followed <laughs> me around for, for over a decade. Good for you, John. <laughs> uh, so, he, he came in and uh, showed us the product. It was actually really overwhelming and cool uh, from an inter- interface standpoint, uh, from the just the data rep. Uh, 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 Data, data reduction piece. Data reduction right. piece, yeah, yeah. right? And uh, so we looked at it and we thought, this is great. Uh, what are we going to do with it? We happen to have a student information system coming online at that time. And and uh, if you know about school districts, uh, student information systems are critical, right? Yep. It's what gets them paid. It's what tells them that they've got kids in class. They run reports to the state and they get paid by My it. My wife is a first grade teacher, so I'm very familiar with these Super things. critical stuff, yeah. right? And then plus yeah. there's all these mandates. you got to hang out of the kids' data, right. right? Yeah. So very critical process. And then happened to be coming online with a new one. I talked to my CBO, who I reported to, the chief business officer. And I said, look, we're going to need more storage if we buy this SIS system. What do you think about pure storage? And he said, well, you know, my wife works for a gardener. Let me ask her. And he came back the next day and said, thumbs up. They love them. Okay. And there it was. We wrote a check the next day or, you know, got the, got the PO, got it going and ended up with, um, I don't remember the amount of storage we bought, but I think the dollar amounts is about somewhere in the $600,000 range. But it worked out that you had this other it, project to go justify, worked, it you know, worked out flawlessly. Uh-huh. And it talk about the critical application for the school district. I mean, you know, SIS systems, you have to back them up every 15 minutes because something could happen and you're going to lose a ton of data across a school district that size that's going to impact your financials directly, yeah. right? Yeah. And so it's a super critical system to be able to not only uh, performance-wise, but just dependability-wise. And so we landed really well there. That's outstanding. Yeah. And ease of use, right? The simplicity. I don't know, Brandon, you, you probably you know, use these for some of the other projects. What, what do you find that you like working with the, with the Pure Arrays? Oh, I mean, it's been, it's been awesome from an admin perspective. I mean, we... we when I first joined DT, we did we we're in the middle of a lot of manual processes, so we maintain and manage a lot of SQL databases. And we, one of the the tasks that we commonly asked to do is to refresh data from a production instance. I mean, this is a common thing that any yep. business would do. But I mean, back then we were doing a lot of manual processes, and it would take a day to do. But now with you know working with Pure and working with the scripts and uh, even some of the snapshotting capabilities yeah, exactly. in there are perfect. Uh, so we've cut down our task from like from a day down to a matter of seconds now. We run a simple script and it's able to you know refresh our production instance back to test depth in, in a matter of seconds. What do you so. do with all that extra time? Shop yeah, on Amazon. Go, go Shop read on Cody Hosterman blogs yeah, about exactly. VMware and VVols. Look at kitten videos on YouTube. Yeah. I mean, it, well, right now they got fantasy football, so they're staying oh, busy. Oh, this is true. We're all kind of mired in that <laughs> stuff right now. Right, and the fan, my kid is killing me. 
We do a one-on-one head-to-head league. Uh-oh. I'd had a very bad draft. Um, Man of the house is on the line. Yeah, yeah. But some of the stats about what you're doing are are quite substantial. I mean, you're managing, like, over 600 virtual machines. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, any any place where we can get some time back, you know, with – Cutting down on administration is, is extremely helpful for us. So it's been really awesome in that space. Nice. Yeah, one of the products in there. Uh, so all of our all of our production infrastructure is critical, and I'm just saying that because my boss is listening. But one of the products that we have in there is a 911 system, right? It's a call tracking system for 911. So no call content, but it's a uh, you know hold times, wait times, and stuff. So that's really critical for the 911 industry to be able to see that. And what happens in the background, and to what Brandon was saying, is that there it's an in-house application. And so as they're constantly developing and trying to build a better application, they need these snapshot refreshes to build out their oh, yeah. other environments to build. And so as we're taking a day to do that, you imagine how that impacts down the line with the customers and their revenue stream. It's our like revenue a ripple stream. effect, right? Totally, it just, totally. It just kind of just percolates through. Yeah, so True, uh, Pure took that, all that off the board, right? It just made that go away. Yeah. And I assume that's something that you have to have maximum uptime for, right? I mean, it's 911. Oh, it's emergency services. It, you know, it's not a right? critical application. Okay, I'd say that. But, okay, since it's uh, tracking. It's more, tracking. More than the, the actual it's actually line. a little bit bigger than that, too, okay. because it's, it's real-time tracking of of call of uh, cell towers and traffic coming from cell towers. So the metadata they get from this is which cell towers are blowing up because people are calling 911 because there's an earthquake because something bad's happening. So there is a critical component to it. Um, it's not you know the actual 911 call. But this is where the CHP can determine which cell tower and then send resources out. Right? Absolutely. I mean, and that is kind of critical if yeah. there's an emergency or an accident on the on the highway. Yeah. And, when and the CHP Super Bowl, can, you know, can tie in. Absolutely. When the Super Bowl was in Santa Clara, we had a football party to watch the 911 call traffic. The Department of Homeland Security called us and said, hey, can you keep an eye on Santa Clara cell towers for us? And oh, we, sure. did, we absolutely did. For, for extra safety. Nothing aspects. happened. It was right. great. But right. And you were just looking statistically to see if anything kind of started spiking or peaking. Yep. And yeah, we have a really cool dashboard. Yeah. Nice. And uh, it's very visual. Things start lighting up and it was it was great. So that's really the core of the product. Uh, I love and it. And so speed is critical to that yep. because they want to see as real time as possible. Uh, the uptime, all of that's really important. I just I love hearing these stories about improvement in the development life cycle, right, and the ability to just get rid of that unused time. I don't know for me with, with you know, and I look after applications in my real job for solutions marketing for Pure, mm-hmm. and that seems for the database area to be like the number one thing that plagues a lot of organizations because it touches so many different roles and different right. aspects. And if you can solve that or streamline it or make days go into minutes yeah. or hours then you can really go look at kitten videos on the internet. Right, exactly. Right? exactly. Uh, I don't really do right. it. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. So you, don't really, <laughs> no, 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 you don't really do that. Um, any other interesting projects you want to share? There's something with, with PG&E that you've, that you've got in terms of an energy workflow? Yeah, so our other product, our other SaaS product that Direct Technology has is a, a product called ESG. And it's a, I'm going to do a disservice to ex- describing it, so I'm going to stay really high. <laughs> but it's a, basically a workflow automation product for companies like PG&E to track their rebate programs. So they have heavy reporting back to the PUC on all of these rebates that they offer their customers. And we build a, a product that allows that to come through the system. They input the data into our system, and they run reports out of that system. Okay. And some of these reports are huge. So... So performance is a really critical piece to it, right? We don't want the databases timing out. We don't want the customer waiting too long. So 
So yeah, and response time, right? I mean, that's always what we kind of look at for performance. I mean, it's one thing to drive IOPS, and that's great. Yeah. But when you've got people that are relying on the data, and there's there's people at the end, you get, you know, you get the the, the response times, the, the comfort that like they're getting what they need from right. from the applications. Do you see that? You see that, Brandon? You yeah, know, the exactly. Speed is in there. Yeah, I mean. For us, we don't even have to worry about performance, and I'm not even worried about uptime. It's one of the things that at my previous job, you're kind of worried about data loss or service going out, but you know, with Peer, kind of, you know, they, they have the proactive approach where you guys know about the problems before we even do. We get emails on you know issues going on or there's a new release, and you guys will do it for us. So I mean, that that's been huge for us. Have so. you gone through any upgrades? Have you done We've any? Gone up, You've gone through a couple yourself? upgrades, yeah. yeah, and it gets to the point where you guys are even bugging us to like, hey, you guys want to do this, like. You know, there's a new release out. You yeah, guys should go to it. New so. software release. Hey, there's so. some NVMe here. Yeah, and, uh, check exactly. it out. Yeah. So it's been pretty cool because I know, you know, coming from other storage vendors, it's kind of a, a pain to get them to do it. Because I mean, I mean, they've gotten to the the point where now you just do a button click and it does an upgrade, but you're the one doing it, and you have right. to do it during the off time, right? Yeah, so I don't want to spend my Friday no. night doing it where, I can just log a ticket with Peer and they. We schedule it with them, and it's been awesome. They so. do it, and you sleep better at night. Exactly, it's I one sleep of the things through it. I always love is hearing when you guys go, "Yeah, yeah. I sleep at night. I don't worry about that <laughs> stuff anymore." That we always. I have sleep to worry pretty about. good at night. I don't you know sleep about pretty he good. Did. He yeah. didn't know what he does. You know. <laughs> I just assume energy. he's busy. Maybe so. I'm giving up my secrets. Maybe I shouldn't be. I'm sorry. I'm extracting all yeah. these secrets out of you right in front of Nick here. I don't. Uh, I don't know about that. Um, yeah. Anything else you guys want to plug? Anything about direct technology that you want to get out there to let people know about, especially in the greater Sacramento area? Yeah, so I mean, I think we've already talked about our MSP business and right. our hosting, and we're actually uh, uh, launching a, a large hosting platform thanks to Pure. Um, and I think one of the, what, it's based on the infrastructure that we're buying from Pure, it's not really thanks to Pure, but it's the product that we're using. And what enables us to be able to, as a private company, to build out a, a hosting environment that's efficient is the is the performance and the reduction of data that Pure offers us? I think that's really critical for us to use. So, and gives you the versatility to go into a lot of different use cases totally. without having to worry about the variability in you know app performance or things like that. Totally, and I think with yeah. the Evergreen, it allows yep. us to do the. Um, I always forget the word, but the seamless upgrades, non disruptive, non disruptive, yeah, non disruptive. Yeah, right. right. We haven't brainwashed you enough here yeah. at Accelerate. Please <laughs> go. Is... Please go attend a few more Evergreen sessions so <laughs> that right. we can get NDUs <laughs> into your head. No, no, that's good. I like seamless too. That no, works. It's, yeah, it's super. It's super important, right? Especially if you're selling your product to other customers. It's one thing to be supporting an internal company internally right. to the company. Right. It's another thing when people are paying you, you know, their hard-earned money to support their stuff too. Yeah. So it's a great product to have. Now, I love the fit in SaaS and MSP kinds of models. It's just mm -hmm. the things that we've done just are a really good, you know, fit right. um, for those. What would you tell other systems engineers, folks that have to deal with storage on a regular basis? Why should they look at Pure? What has it done for your life and your career? Why should they like come work for DT? Yeah, and come work for DT. If you're in the SAC area. Like yeah. I said, just the just the administrative overhead, just cutting down on that, not worrying about, you know, it's really out of sight, out of mind with this. It's they take care of everything. It's it's like Pierre's been selling, it's storage as a service, right? I mean I barely have to do anything with it other than just manage capacity. So you have to sit and do IO subsystem tuning? No. Storage tuning. No tuning. Non -stop. No raid groups. <laughs> no worrying about, you know, Dealing upgrades with funds and things. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So well, definitely take a look up here if you guys are out there. Awesome. Well thanks for that. Well thanks guys. This was a blast. Uh, appreciate you, you know, squeezing uh, squeezing yourselves in here. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, toward the end great. of the day and uh, sharing, you know, your experiences with Pure. It's awesome for folks to uh, to hear about. And thanks, everybody, for listening and downloading and subscribing to the Pure Report. We will 
keep these episodes coming and uh, lots more great guests coming from uh, from Accelerate and a lot of episodes that you'll see getting cranked out. Um, so uh, thanks to our guests from Direct Technology. And with that, we'll wrap for Pure Storage and Nick Seichow and Brandon Wynn. This is Rob Ludeman saying don't look back. Something might be gaining on you.